Challenging your thoughts. Wrestling with ideas. The show that brings you the best wrestling analysis. This is legitimately one of my favorite matches of the year so far. I don't really see a heart being desperate to win a match. I yeah. see more of Flair doing something like that. And the best wrestling interviews. This is Take to Stay Properties. This is Teddy DiBiase, the Bay Dollar Man. Hey, this is Bob Baffin. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is the Honky Dog Man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, and alongside me he is the man, the myth, the legend. It is McGuire 48. McGuire, it's been a while since we've been together. Uh, It's been five weeks since we've been done a show of Wrestling With Ideas uh, on CKDJ. And uh, we're finally back together, and it's amazing what can happen within five weeks. Kurt Angle returned to wrestling, you yep. know. Uh, you had, you finally had the Finn Balor versus AJ Styles match. Yeah. And uh, you had that massive Survivor Series where it looks like Braun Strowman is going to face off against Triple H down the line. Yeah. And uh, just a lot of things happen in a month of wrestling. It's crazy. Yeah, Paige returned too also. Paige returned too as well. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about here, but uh, obviously, you know, it's it's been a while. Uh, as some of you already know, uh, the work stoppage is over. Yep. We're finally back to Sweden. We're doing Air 2 Suites right now. Um, and uh, so, therefore, we're back Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, right here on CKDJ. So keep on tuning in. And uh, for those who are wondering, hey, uh, we only listen to us on the radio, uh, but they don't go into the podcast feed. Well, there's some actual extra content that I did uh, during that time uh, with um, the Mean Street Rossi. Marco Rossi. It's a great nickname. I'm so glad I came up with him. Uh, He and I went through the WWE unreleased 1986 to 1995 DVDs. Uh, And so far, uh, we've gone through disc one and disc two. We're going to be finishing up disc three very soon. And we're hoping to get that episode up by the end of next week. Um, But so far, through our review of the DVD, because we go go in-depth on the matches. So far, we're, we're at over almost four hours into the two DVDs. In terms of like actually reviewing them. So that's four hours of audio content that's there. It's crazy. So definitely go check it out. If you're a fan of old school wrestling, that's something you'll want to uh, take a look at. Um, and uh, also, I guess uh, right here, right now, let's uh, let's announce uh, the guest uh, for an upcoming episode of Wrestling With Ideas. Hyping it up on Facebook. You don't know what it is. No, I've been kept in the dark. You've been kept in the dark. Just like the rest of our fans. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. Now, that's not because of us. It's because of uh, certain work stoppages that's yeah. been left in the dark. Well, you could have just messaged me, hey, I got the interview with this guy or yeah, this but girl. That, but I needed the, the genuine shock to come through when you when when I maybe I won't even react I'll just be like oh that's interesting yeah you probably will because you're you're a jerk and I don't know why I invite you back (laughs) onto these shows but the fans love me oh yes of course fans are on Facebook asking for it yes hashtag give McGuire a chance it's trending worldwide people um no but uh next week's uh interview or at least down the line not too sure um but we have a confirmed uh date and time uh, in terms of when we're going to do the interview. Uh, recent WWE release. Uh, he comes from NXT. It is Sawyer Fulton is going to be on the show next week. Uh, he was one of the original members of Sanity, as we mentioned earlier. Wow. Um, and, of course, huge. yeah, he, he got he got an injury uh, earlier on, and they replaced him with Killian Dane. Okay. Um, and, uh, unfortunately, obviously, he got released yeah. um, because they, f- I, they like Killian Dane in the role. 
Um, but uh, hey, uh, we've got Sawyer Fulton on. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's so so a guy who recent, recently released from uh, WWE NXT. We're going to talk to him all about NXT. Uh, I'm going to ask about Bill DeMott. That seems to be the popular one that people want to know about. Oh, um, is he around with DeMott in charge? Yeah, he's been, he was, he's been in developmental since 2012, and that's when DeMott was in charge. Oh, jeez. Uh, so we'll, we'll ask about DeMott. Um, also, too, uh, speaking of interviews, uh, during the strike, uh, we actually got to do uh, some stuff uh, with Impact Wrestling. Uh, some have already gone to uh, the page, but uh, we actually, uh, and what I mean we, I mean I, I went to the Impact Wrestling press conference that was here in Ottawa. And uh, it had Bobby Lashley and Eli Drake. And uh, if you think Lashley's a big guy on TV, you should see him when you're beside him because he is a jacked dude. He is a jacked dude. And uh, so it was uh, It was very entertaining. I, I We got to interview Eli Drake. Oh, nice. Yeah, the global wrestling champion uh, for Impact Wrestling. And uh, he... It's it's not too long. It's not usually our thirty minute interviews or anything like that. But it's, it goes into depth, and he actually brings up Bill Demott. Oh, and like he does not like Bill Demott. So if you want to listen to that interview, check us out at wrestlingwithideas.podbean.com to hear that interview, and of course the entirety of that Impact Wrestling press conference. We've been blabbering way too long. I was about to say, isn't this a Survivor Series review? This is a Survivor Series review, people. We're just talking about Impact. Oh yeah, we're talking about Impact Wrestling. Well. Obviously, there's there's a lot we had to cover in those two weeks, but yeah. I think for what we had to cover two weeks, I think it's been fun. Yeah, I think uh, we pressed it down. It's real good. I yeah. didn't make fun of Impact. You didn't make fun of Impact. That's good. Yep. That's good. Yep. Uh, and uh, we, we also- So they uh, continue the work with us? What? So they should continue the work with us. I didn't make fun of them this time. Yes, that's good. Because uh, uh, we actually got an invitation as well to the teleconferences. So even when they left, I still have access to the teleconferences. Oh, nice. So they send out emails every once in a while saying, hey, this is this wrestler is going to come on and they're going to talk about this. That's sort of deal. Um, so I'm excited for that. Oh, um, yeah, that's definitely going to be interesting. So uh, I'll try and get on a couple more teleconferences you know, work and school permitting yeah. um, and try and uh, get some audio recordings from the teleconference about uh, what guys like PD Williams said. Uh, I've Alberto's been on a couple, um, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it, it, it should be fun. Uh, expanding the show a little bit. Yep. I'm loving it. So worldwide we're taking <laughs> it's, it's no longer Titus worldwide. It's going to be wrestling with ideas worldwide. Alrighty, so uh, let's go into Survivor Series. We're going to quickly go over this kickoff show because uh, obviously, A, we went to a bit of a spiel about what happened with us uh, the past couple of uh, weeks. Yeah. Um, but B, you know, there wasn't too much to this pre-show. Uh, mainly it was either, there wasn't even any like Raw versus SmackDown things. It was just a couple of Raw and, and SmackDown matches, not Raw versus SmackDown matches. Yeah. Um, so we'll quickly talk about Elias versus Matt Hardy. Uh, Matt Hardy looks to be going back to the broken gimmicks somehow, some way. They're they're doing something with Matt here because Jeff's hurt. Um, yeah. So we'll see where it goes there. Elias got the victory. Um, Elias is just kind of in mid-card hell right now. Would you um, even say he's in mid-card? I'd say he's in, like, lower card. Yeah. Like, they don't know what to do with him. Well, they know that they want to have him beat Matt Hardy on the pre-show, but yeah. other than that, uh, there's really not much else uh, they're planning to do with him. Yeah. Maybe he'll go for, but then again, Reigns won the Intercontinental title. Yeah, uh, that happened too. Reigns yeah, so now, uh, I was going to say maybe he goes for the Intercontinental Championship, but now it looks like that's not going to be the case. So the role for Elias just seems kind of murky right now. He yeah. he, he gets good heel heat, but... Uh, you know, there's not really much of a role for him right now, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, he's got um, his guitar. Yeah. Kicking it Jeff Jarrett style, smashing <laughs> people with guitars. Yes. You got to love it. Honky Tonk Man of the 80s, Jeff Jarrett of the 90s, Elias. 2010s, it's Elias. Samson. <laughs> oh, man. 
that's a good that's a good line up there. Um, all right, we go on to the cruiserweight title match. Uh, this was put on the pre-show: Kalisto versus Enzo Amore. Not much uh, in terms of uh, the match itself. Uh, Enzo's not the best wrestler, obviously. I think we all knew that yeah. when he, it was announced he was going to transition into the 205 division, the cruiserweight division. Yep. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, him being champion, obviously he's going to get some exposure because he is over to an extent. Like He's yeah. got good mic skills and that sort of deal. Yeah. And it brings a little bit of life into the cruiserweight division, but obviously, you know, they made that change with Kalisto because of the whole stuff with Neville and uh, him leaving on the company. Now it sounds like he may be coming back. Yeah, which, who knows? Who knows what will happen. Um, but for now, it looks like Enzo's back with the title. Um, we'll, we don't know how long that's going to last. Um, the way that uh, Drew Gulak has been getting over um, recently with his gimmick of showing a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> and that sort of stuff has yeah. been very entertaining. So I'm interested to see if they take advantage of that and put him into a... Because they got him paired up with Enzo. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to prepare like a babyface turn um, and have him face Enzo or if Enzo loses to uh, another babyface on the roster, whether it be a debuting Hideo Itami or something like that. But uh, uh, I don't. I sure hope they don't put Itami in 205 Live. They probably There's will. really not much he's going to be able to do in NXT anyways. So yeah. I don't know. I was about to say, he's just been cursed with the injuries. Yeah. Otherwise, he's been fine. Like, yeah, I, I kept seeing buses. Like, when he's on in the ring, he's been doing fine. He's been yeah. get out, getting opportunities. But he just gets hurt a lot. And yeah. that's just kind of been the big uh, factor for him. Yeah. And final one here, and I'm shocked to say this. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Tyler Breeze and Fandango on the pre-show. Yep. Uh, and uh, I think it was pretty obvious going in who was going to win this. But... Uh, uh, it, it was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. It should have been Fandango and Tyler Breeze. <laughs> Come on, they need big wins. And who's bigger, Who would, really? Kevin well, Owens and Sami Zayn? In the tied teams right now. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? Yeah. Mm, that's pretty much... That I mean, happen. Usos. Yeah, but they have the belts. Like. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do like that gimmick. Uh, the fashion police. It's a good gimmick. Yeah. It's kind of starting to run its course a little bit. The fashion file. Yeah, it's starting to run. It's I think it's starting to run out of steam. I think. Yeah. But uh, but who knows? They might change it up one more time, and then it'll keep going. Yeah, you never know. Um. So yeah, it was pretty obvious who was going to win this one: Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we are going to talk more about Survivor Series. We got a lot of show to cover. You're oh, listening yeah. to Wrestling with Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's new music. E- Lie Drake. That is just a fact of life. Let me talk to you, dummies. Here we are. It's Eli Drake from Impact Wrestling. And guess what? This thing's in my way, but don't worry about that because we're wrestling with ideas, dummies. Yeah. Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. And the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, alongside me is the man, the myth, the legend, McGuire Fortier. And we are going through Survivor Series 2017. And uh, we're starting off, we're right at the opening match. We just uh, went through the pre-show last, uh, before commercial break. Uh, or I should say last commercial break, yeah. whatever. Um, you know what I mean. Uh, so it's the New Day versus The Shield. A lot of people had some very high hopes for this match. New Day has been impressing. Uh, they had a, they've been having some good matches, and of course it's The Shield, and The Shield has been known to have excellent matches. Yeah, The Shield worked real well together, and they... The chemistry of, is there. Yeah. Um, and this was a great match as well. Would um, you call it match of the night? No. No, you wouldn't? I wouldn't call it match of the night. Uh, I don't know. I I felt like it was a really good it match. It was a great match. It was one of the best one of the best matches of the night. Yeah. It wasn't match of the night, though. You wouldn't give if, it five if, stars? No, no, no. I would give it six stars. <laughs> Seven no. stars. Eight stars. It's an eight-star match. <laughs> um but no, it was a great match. I really enjoyed it. Um, there was a lot of great spots in this match. Um, the thing that seemed mental to me was Kofi taking the triple power bomb off of the second rope, I believe it was. It was, was crazy. It, it was probably the second rope. Yeah, I don't think they went 
all the way. Yeah, it was, second rope still was crazy. Yeah. Um, a lot of great spots of this yeah. matchup. Booker T has been a marvel on commentary. A lot of people love his insanity. A lot of people do not like his insanity. Yeah. I, for some reason, like I liked him first go around to the 2011 to 2013 time when he was on SmackDown. Um, but for some reason, this time, I'm not digging Booker T. Mm, you can't dig it? Sucker. No, I can't dig it. Um, he's just been weird on commentary, I find. I find he's just having fun, man. He's having fun. He's just having fun. It was like when he was doing like commentary for like TNA. He was just out there having no, fun. No, but he's man. making like some ridiculous statements, and and he's just burying Jason Jordan left, right, and center. Well, Jesus. Jason Jason Jordan can wrestle, but his character is kind of crap. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't Odd. I don't doubt that, but like... When they're trying to put over some guys, you have one of the commentators who's supposed to be the babyface commentator just putting down Jason Jordan at every point. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not like Corey Graves' job to put people down. He's like the heel yeah. commentator. If it was Corey Graves doing it, I wouldn't blink an eye. It's like, oh, that's just typical Corey. Just yeah. put people down. It's it's Corey Graves, you know, yeah. but no, I, I, it's... it's Yeah, it is kind of weird. Yeah, it's mm. it was it was kind of weird in this match. Mm. Um, now, again, they've been hyping up. It's Raw versus SmackDown. It's bragging rights 2009 all over again but uh except no trophy there's no trophy no there's no trophy and it's at survivor series yeah um but uh this match was won by the shield yep and uh not uh it was great match uh i don't think really anybody expected the the new day to win this i think it was uh, the way that they needed the shield to get themselves back rolling ever since uh you know that uh, disease, illness, whatever you want to call it, that yeah. re- spread through the locker room. Reigns got the mumps, and then they lost their titles. Yeah, and uh, the way things were going, I think it was much needed, especially if they're building up to Roman versus Brock at Mania, that uh, Shield needed a win here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, you never know. Uh, plans could change. It's the WWE, but yeah. um, at least they got the win here. Yeah. I was really happy when Big E went for his middle rope spear. He didn't land on his head like he usually does, so that was uh, I was happy about that. She yeah. Big e hit Dean and not totally just face dive into the floor. Yeah, that always terrifies me. It's like, yeah, Big e, what are you doing? Why do you do this to yourself, Biggie? Come on, right, man? Come on, you want a long career? Yeah, exactly. Please, please stop. <laughs> um, so uh, Shield won and uh, Right People won. Great match. Uh, definitely yeah. something you should go back on to the network and watch. What would um, you rank it? Like three? we're gonna do star ratings? Yeah, we're gonna start doing star ratings. I like. I want to hear your star rating. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Four star out of five. Yeah, because I really enjoyed it and I thought it was a really good match. <laughs> That's great analysis, yeah. there, buddy. Yep. It was. I really enjoyed it. It was a really great match. It was um, a good, good match. Good character work. Good K-fabe. character work. Kayfabe. Kayfabe all the way. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm also going to give it four stars out of five. It was definitely a four star match. Yeah. Um, but I think there was one match on this card that was better than this match. And we're going to get to that. And we're going to get to it. Yeah, we we are definitely going to get to that match. Yeah. We 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 need to get to that match. Okay. So uh, we head backstage, coming back from a break, and Raw Commissioner Stephanie McMahon is backstage with the women's Raw team as she tries to pump them up for this five on five Survivor Series elimination match, and. Uh, this was just kind of Stephanie taking over, obviously, because Stephanie needs to be the attraction of the show. It's all about the McMahons, McGuire. You gotta, you gotta be behind the McMahons. I'm behind Shane McMahon. I hate Stephanie McMahon. Wow, hate's like, a strong word. Well, I didn't say I loathe her. <laughs> I hate her just because. Ah, oh. see, when Shane's on, he doesn't. Sometimes he'll make it about himself, but not all the time. He'll push the other talent. He knows that he needs to lose matches yes. to get other people over. Steph doesn't know that. Yeah. She'll bury everyone just like her husband does. Oh, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts on uh, Triple, H, uh, Triple H's involvement in the Survivor Series. He needs on. to retire. He just needs wow. to stop showing up on my television and on my pay-per-views. Wow. I love Triple H. I'm just like, stop burying new the new people. <laughs> wow. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but w- let's get to this women's elimination match. Team SmackDown, captained by Becky Lynch, and also involves Natalia, Tamita Snuka, 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 yeah. uh, Carmella, Naomi, uh, and it was against Team Raw, which was captained by Alicia Fox and involved Asuka, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. Um, now this match. There is one specific section of this match that was really sloppy. Naomi and Alicia Fox. Yeah, that was not good. Now, whatever it was, and I don't know why, because Naomi's not a bad wrestler, and Alicia Fox, when she really puts her, you know, puts herself into the match, she can have a good match. Something just was not clicking between both of them uh, during that segment. Some people just have an off night, and I think they were just having those two just couldn't seem to. It was weird, and and, the groove. and obviously they're not going to have another match to try and work out that chemistry, but it was just the way that it, things weren't crisp, a lot of botches, and even the finish when uh, Alicia Fox was eliminated was just really awkward because yeah. it looked like she kicked out, but the referee uh, said it was, you know, the pinfall. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, other than that, there was it was okay, the match. Yeah. Um, what I was worried about was uh, what they were going to do with Asuka because she has been on a undefeated streak pretty much since, I want to say, 2016. Since I'm pretty sure she got signed. Yeah. Like, she has not lost a single match. Yeah, it's over 500. And and she has never been pinned or submitted. 500 days. Over 500 days. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, like and, and never even lost the NXT Women's Championship. It was just she had an injury, and they knew that she was going to go to the main roster, so she vacated the title. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it was crazy. Um. But uh, fortunately enough, she didn't get eliminated in this, and she ended up actually being the sole survivor, sole survivor in yeah. this, um, which was awesome. Which uh, I find was the right call. The definitely right the right call. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping that she would be the sole survivor. There was a part of me that was thinking maybe Sasha Banks would be the sole survivor. Um, but uh, looking at the way this was booked, uh, for Asuka's standpoint, uh, it was booked correctly. It's exactly how it needed to go. Um, it was just weird uh, what the final four was. Um, it was uh, Tamina, Tamina and Natalia from SmackDown. Yeah. Not Becky. Not, uh, I mean. No, I was about to say Becky was team captain. She was like the first one gone. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what is up with their booking of Becky. But she's over and she's like. If, if it was a woman's promotion, she would be the main event. Oh, yeah. She'd be, like, top. Yeah, she'd be one of the top people. Yeah. She'd be, like, the sting of that uh, of that women's division. Do you mean sting the icon or sting the guy from the police? <laughs> what do you think? This is a wrestling podcast. Definitely the guy from the police. There you go. Sad. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, right person won. Yeah. Um, and uh, it gave Raw the 2 nothing lead in this not the best match I thought. Um, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. other than that section with uh, Naomi and Alicia Fox, um, which may be the new favorite wrestler of uh, Cameron, or sorry, the new favorite match for Cameron. Oh lord! It, no longer will it be Melina versus Alicia Fox. It'll be Naomi and Alicia Fox. Um, but uh, otherwise, this was okay. The booking was what it needed to be i don't understand the elimination of becky so early yeah it's so early one. like yeah. i understand they wanted to go for a surprise but i think you know i just don't like the way they've been booking becky i think no. she, i think she deserves a little better yeah especially the, with the way she gets over with the crowd i was about to say they gave her she was wish she was the first smackdown women's champion yep which was good but then she lost it and she just hasn't been in the a, there since really yeah it's just been weird yeah. Uh, With that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about more of the Survivor Series, including The Miz versus Baron Corbin. And we're also going to talk about The Bar versus The Usos and many, many more. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. Hey, this is Bob Backlund. You're looking at Wrestling With Ideas. And welcome 
Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. Alongside me is not the Beast for BC or the Mean Street Rossi. It is the man, the myth, the legend, McGuire Forte. He is here on the show, and uh, we are going through Survivor Series uh, and what a way to come back at, especially after the work stoppage, oh, yeah. uh, is, is Survivor Series pay-per-view, uh, one of the big four. Uh, and we're going to talk about the Intercontinental Champion, the Miz versus the WWE United States Champion, Baron Corbin. Uh, now they've tried to build this feud up through social media. I don't know if you saw any of the promos that both Corbin and Miz, uh, cut, uh, on Twitter. I saw the Miz one mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it a lot. Yes. I did not see the Baron one cause to be honest, I honestly don't care about this character. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I think you should check out the Baron Corbin one because it was actually decent. Um, but Miz just blew him out of the water with yeah. this promo. Yeah. Um, now, I looked at this match when we were going to Survivor Series, and there was a lot of ugh on my side. Because even though The Miz has been really retooling himself as a wrestler, his promos have been, you know... Masterpieces. Ma- really. Like, like r- masterful uh, promos, and his in-ring work uh, has seen a little bit of improvement as well. Um, just the thought of him versus Baron Corbin is not intriguing whatsoever. No. Um, especially cause I was on Corbin's side for the first bit, especially when he was in NXT cause NXT was the chance for him to improve, you know, and just kind of develop his in-ring skills. But it's been now two years since then. Yeah. And there hasn't been that much improvement to his in-ring skills. The only match I can remember where he was r- really good in was the triple threat match on the SmackDown in 2016, like the year-end SmackDown, with uh, him versus Styles and Ziggler, which I believe was for the WWE title. And uh, that was a great match, yeah. uh, a great TV match. Um, but other than that, there hasn't been any matches that I could think of where I go, Baron Corbin is a great in-ring performer. The only thing I enjoy about Baron Corbin is his finisher and the deep sits. And I think that's why they're pushing him, to be honest, because he performs those moves so well, and it looks so awesome when he does it. Yeah. But everything else about this guy, I I wanted to get invested into his lone wolf sort of gimmick, you know, that sort of deal. And I saw the promos that he would cut uh, when he's not controlled by a script, Um, and I would enjoy them because they were him. And, like, he can cut a promo. It's just, it's like... You know, they give him this scripted stuff, and he doesn't perform well with the script, scripted stuff. And his in-ring school, schools, skills. Schools. <laughs> we are in school. Yes, we are. Uh, his in-ring skills uh, leave a lot to be desired. Yeah. So, it, it's just, you know, and this match itself, too, was just an average match. Yeah. I, I was wasn't invested. Say, this, I would have put this as the opener. Yeah, well, what, you know what they do now with the opener, right? They want to start off the show hot. Yeah. Like back in the territory days, as I get a little old school on you after watching those WWE unreleased uh, DVDs, um, back in the olden days, uh, the opening matches were for the younger guys who were trying to establish themselves um, or like some of the lower card talent, obviously. Um, so uh, it would be very, very, very rare back in those days if a guy like Ric Flair would start off the show or or Barry Windham or Ronnie Garvin or Dusty Rhodes, those sort of guys yeah. uh, would start off the show for the title. It would always be like at the final, it would be the main event of the show, right? Yeah. Uh, where you would get to see Dusty or Flair or Windham, you know, those sort of guys. Piper. Piper. Uh, uh, DBIC Hogan yeah. if we're going into WWF territory yeah. um, so now we're in an age where it's like we gotta make sure that it's hot when yeah. we start off we start off hot then we go cold yeah exactly then we just kind of kick it into neutral yeah. and then we go hot again with another match and then kick it into neutral um which and then is there's some ones where it's like we start off hot and yeah. then we just bury it. Yeah, and then so and that's the only hot thing on the show, right? Yeah. Uh, fortunately for this show, it, it was not the case. There was um, a lot of hot. There was a lot of good hot. Yeah. Um, this this match though was not one of them. Baron Corbin did get the victory, which kind of surprised me. 
Um, I actually thought that the Miz was going to get the victory over here. I was really hoping the Miz would win. Uh, But it sounds like they're still somewhat invested in Baron Corbin and want to do something with him. Um, And you know what? I'm all for pushing new talent, but I'm also all for pushing the the talent that deserves. The right talent. Yeah, exactly. The talent that deserves to be pushed. We want Johnny Gargano on SmackDown. That's what we want. That'd be awesome. I, I, I hope Gargano, after what happened at NXT, challenges for the uh, title next. The NXT title? I yeah. hope so, too. And maybe you have Ciampa run in and uh, uh, cost him the NXT title. Well, I was about to say, is Ciampa back fully healed? It's the question. That's that's the thing that it's like, if he's back by that time, I, I think it's no-brainer that you do it. I don't know when uh, Ciampa's back. I'm going to check on here. But what were your thoughts on that uh, on the match between The Miz and uh, Baron Corbin? Um, I enjoyed it, I guess. It was all right. I would give it, like, two stars. Mm-hmm. My favorite part was pretty much the ending where Miz was going to hit Baron in the corner, and Baron just came out and hit him with the, what did I say, uh, the end of days yeah. to win it, which I found was really good. Mm-hmm. So he's out until March of 2018. This is Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, gee. All the way to March? What happened again? Like it was what? apparently he hurt himself during a match, I believe, uh, before Takeover Chicago. Like this was before the famous. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the whole reason why he yeah. attacked Gargano. He yeah. attacked him, but he could still technically attack Gargano and set up a match for NXT New Orleans. Yeah, uh, because or- New Orleans, I believe, is in April, and if he's scheduled to return to the reign in March. Yeah. You know, maybe they can do where it's like he costs him the title of January. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, those. He could still come in and though and just kind of hit him with a chair and that sort of stuff and really build up this rubber. Yeah, exactly. And then just be like, just be saying, I, you didn't deserve this title opportunity and that sort of deal. And then you can set up once Gargano, sorry, uh, once Ciampa comes back, you can have Ciampa versus Gargano at uh, NXT New Orleans, which I'm sure they'll want to get a big match in New Orleans, oh, right? Oh, definitely. And, and, and the way this blood feud has gone for Ciampa and Gargano, there's still people that hate uh, Ciampa for uh, ruining the great team of DIY. Yeah. But uh, they should make you a first blood match. That'd be awesome. But or last man sad, last man standing. Yeah, last man standing would also be good. So, anyways, talk about NXT. Uh, going back into the Survivor Series, uh, uh, this Baron Corbin mismatch again. Nothing very special. What would special. you rate it on stars? Because I just remembered we <sighs> two, forgot to two, rate the two, two and three quarter. Okay, we forgot to rate the the women's the women's match. Yeah, that one was three. Yeah, I was going to give it two point five. Really. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't as good as that one. Yeah, I'd, say I'd go down to 2.5 now that I think about it. I would go two and three quarter with the Miz and Baron Corbin. I'd give it a solid two. For Baron Corbin and Miz? Yep. Okay. Just two. All righty. And now we go to the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos versus the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Bar. The Bar. The Bar. Um, this was a good match. I was really enjoying this match. I think the Usos have been, uh, I think the story of their in-ring work has kind of gone under the radar with the quality of the in-ring performances we've gotten in 2017. Um, Because the Usos have been putting on some fantastic matches. Oh, yeah. Um, As recently as the Dean Ambrose and uh, Seth Rollins match. um, uh, Or sorry, not that match. uh, The New Day match uh, at Hell in a Cell. Um, Oh, yeah, they were really good. That was a great match. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, didn't we? When we reviewed that, didn't we give it match of the night? We did. Yes, we did. Okay, go check out that review too if you haven't already. Yet. Wrestling with ideas. It's also um, on iTunes. Also, is on iTunes. Uh, and the winner of this match between uh, the Usos versus the Raw Tag Team Champions of the Bar was the Usos. Yes. Uh, so Sheamus was rocking his mohawk and then had a little bit of white on the end of it, which was uh, pretty cool. I like that. I yeah. was really going all out with the red and white for yep. Raw. Mm-hmm. For Raw. For Raw. The bar. Um, I, uh, I, there was a spot in here that I remembered, uh, I believe it was Jimmy Uso that kicked uh, the mouth guard out of Cesaro. There was a mouth. There's a spot with the mouth guard yeah. that got knocked off. Yeah. There's either Jimmy or Jay. They both look the same. I still can never identify yeah, them. Twins, and I still have a hard time. They're doing s- they, they're like they are twins. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like you just look at them and it's like there's some twins that like you could tell there's somewhat of yeah, a difference. Just, but then there's like twins. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like uh. Yeah, it's like what do I? Who? Which one's which? Right? Um. But uh, no, this was a. 
this was also a really good match. Um, again, uh, they've been, the Usos have been having a great year, and of course, when you have a team of Cesaro and Sheamus, both good in-ring brawlers, you're going to get a good match. Um, so With this SmackDown has tied it up at two-two. Definitely. Yep. Um, what would you rate this match? Ooh, this match three stars. Give really, three. really three. I I'd give it three and a half. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would really be a three and a half star. Yeah, yeah. I liked. I, I liked it. It was yeah. a good match. Yeah. We're gonna take another quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna talk more as the Survivor Series. We got a lot of show to get covered, and only so little time to do it. You're listening to Wrestling with Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's new music. American males, American males, American males, American males. Daddy, I buff out the stuff and the girls just can't get it done. This is Buck Bagwell, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. <laughs> and welcome back inside to CKDJ Studios for Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. And the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, alongside me is the man, the myth, the legend, McGuire Forte. And uh, let's go on, continuing on. Uh, we had our SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus the Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss. Uh, before this, we saw the rapper Travis Scott at ringside. Any thoughts on Travis Scott? His music's all right. Not really my thing. Sounds good. Yeah. I was just interested to know if you were a rap critic. <laughs> Clearly no. not. Clearly no. not. I enjoy rap music. I'm not going to go and start critiquing it. Yes, gotcha. Um, this women's I'm white, match. Gibby. I'm white, man. That, that's true. It's not my thing. <laughs> gotcha. Um, this women's match. Uh, it was uh, it was better than I thought it was going to be, considering the in-ring quality of uh, Alexa Bliss. Um, Why Saint, do you not enjoy Alexa Bliss? I or, love her promos, but yeah. you don't like her in-ring work that much. Leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah, yeah, true. There hasn't been any really great Alexa Bliss matches unless she's met, uh, wrestled Sasha Banks. Well, Sasha has good matches. Well, with yeah. Everyone. Well, Sasha's great wrestler, right? So, yeah, she's uh, like Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, and she sells like freaking Eddie Guerrero sometimes too. Yeah. It's uh, we mentioned and this also on the show. that's why she doesn't really have long title reigns because she sells crazy and injures herself. Unfortunately, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. And uh, so, with uh, this matchup, um, again, I thought it was a good match. Uh, Charlotte Flair won this one, so it brought SmackDown up 3-2. And uh, I, th I thought this was much better than what it needed to be. Yeah, it wasn't, like, lights out or anything like that, no. but I thought this was a solid three-star match. Yeah, definitely um, a three-star. I uh, I enjoyed it. There were some good good little spots. Um and I think Alexa Bliss, uh, hopefully she'll continue to get better down the line. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because, again, her character and, and that sort of stuff have been awesome. Yeah. Like, legitimately one of the best promos in the women's division. Yeah. Um, but uh, in terms of, like, in-ring quality, it leaves a lot to be desired. I could see her holding the title till Mania. Uh-huh. And then at Mania, dropping it to the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. Asuka. I could totally see that too, actually. I would enjoy. Me too. I would, I would really enjoy that match. I think I think that would be a good match. And then lower on the card, Sasha Banks just as a heel destroying Bailey. Oh, we still need that Sasha Banks and Bailey rematch. Viciously destroying her. Hell in a cell, Kendo stint. Sasha putting Bailey through a table. Wow. I know Bailey's booking hasn't been that great, but come on now. Somehow drive Bailey through. <laughs> oh my God! Through the ring. I don't know how. You're bloodthirsty, my friend. Just Bailey through the ring. Wow. You know you're destroying the hearts of every little girl that cheers for Bailey. Every Braun Strowman comes out. Okay, you're powers. All right, this is Bailey. this is why you're not part of the booking team for WWE. I would book it great. James Ellsworth would be a five-time WWE champion five if times. I was running it. Wow, it's crazy. Alrighty, well, I don't know how to, I don't know how to take that in. So we'll, I guess we'll just go on to the next match, and this was my match of the night. The, the Brock versus uh, Styles match. 
match of the night. Bar none. Be- best match on the show. It was a good match. I loved this match. The WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar uh, representing Raw versus the Finally WWE Champion. I know, right? Uh, WWE Champion AJ Styles on SmackDown. This was great. It was a brutal fight. AJ sold like a champ because yeah. he's the champ that runs the camp on SmackDown. Uh, but he sold like a champ here for Lesnar. Oh, and you yeah. could tell Lesnar loved to work with uh, AJ. And. Uh, there were some great spots here. Um, AJ just getting tossed around with the suplexes, eventually at one point leading to the German suplex where he ends up on his belly somehow because oh, he's, yeah. he's tossed so hard. Um, and also a great spot here where uh, Brock uh, brings AJ up for the F5. Uh, AJ reverses it into the calf crusher, and then, but then the spot with Brock counters it and just smashes yeah. his head on the mat. Just grabs AJ, just bam, bam, bam. Great spot. Love that spot. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a smart spot, too, because he put his arm down. I don't know if you noticed. So he was actually protecting AJ. Yeah. Um, so it looked like a brutal spot, but it was actually smart because he was protecting him. Yeah. Um, which was shocking from Brock. But uh, that that's how you know Brock likes someone is if he's protecting them in the match. Yes. Just Brock doesn't care most of the time. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. The um, the finish was really good. Styles went for the phenomenal forearm. Yep. Gets countered into an F five. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Was it really the only one F five though? Uh I yeah, I think he only hit one F five. I wish he would have hit like at least two, because like Cause I don't did because I don't remember AJ kicking out of an F5. Yeah, AJ should have at least kicked out of an F5. He's kicked out of an attitude adjustment. Like, he should have kicked out of mm-hmm. at least one F5. That's just my opinion. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, just to keep AJ looking good, but AJ was fantastic in oh, this. Oh, yeah, AJ was sold like a million bucks. He was awesome in this yeah. match. Loved AJ in this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you could tell Brock loves working with him. Brock, of course, got the victory. Tying um, it back up at three yep. apiece. Uh, he caught uh, AJ off of the springboard, put him onto his shoulders, hit the big F5, got the cover for the win. Um, but it was noticeable here because uh, there was a video that was released afterwards uh, by Paul Heyman. And uh, he called AJ Styles uh, this generation's Shawn Michaels or Ric Flair. So that's some pretty high praise right I there. do agree with that, yes. Cause he, he's, he was just incredible yeah. uh, in there, so... Um, loved AJ in this. Uh, I thought this match was fantastic. Um, and I can't wait for the modern day Maharaja to reclaim his title, uh, from AJ. Cause Please, uh, God, no, cause Please. it sounds like they're going to do at clash of champions. It's going to be AJ versus, uh, the modern day Maharaja. Um, unless they do a title match beforehand and they give the belt back to Jinder so he can carry the title belt into India. So, which wouldn't surprise me. I don't want it to happen. Well, the WWE doesn't care about what you want and don't want. Yeah, I know. The WWE doesn't listen to the fans. That's a pretty bold statement. Uh, is it <laughs> wrong, though? I never said you were wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Stupid Vince McMahon. Stupid Stephanie. I, 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 I love Shane. Shane's I, the best. I love Shane. Shane's the best. Shane's the best, man. Shane's the best. You know what? Vince, Vince is also good. She knows how to lose. Yes, Steph especially during not. the Attitude Era. Yeah, Steph does not know how to lose. So, anyways, we're gonna Just take another like her husband. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Triple H. Uh, we're gonna go into our main event of the show. Uh, we are gonna talk about the five-on-five elimination match between Team SmackDown, which is captained by Shane McMahon. And accompanied by John Cena, Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and Shinsuke Nakamura facing off against Team Raw, Captain Kurt Angle, Triple H, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe. We're going to talk all about that match and more. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Wrestling With Ideas. And welcome back inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9. Ottawa's new music on the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. Alongside me is the man, 
the myth, the legend, Maguire Fortier. And we are here for our main event of the show. It is the Survivor Series matchup between Team SmackDown and Team Raw. Team SmackDown, captained by Shane McMahon, John Cena, Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Team Raw, Captain Kurt Angle, Triple H, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe. This match was not so great, especially no. considering the star power involved. Yeah, kind of a disappointment. Kind of a disappointment, especially the finish. Um, oh, John Cena was there for a cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he kind of he went in, and then uh, I believe it was, uh, did Finn pin him? I think it was Finn that pinned him. I believe so, yes. It was. Oh, sorry, no, I think it was actually Kurt. It was either Kurt or Finn. No, I think uh, Finn came in, hit a coup de gras. And then that was it. I think that's what got rid of Cena. Yes. Ah, uh, you are correct. Yes. Cena yes. Was you you are you are correct, my friend. Uh, or actually, no, no, no. You are you are incorrect. Oh, I'm Angle incorrect. Angle Angle got the tag in because uh, I, I saw the coup de gras things. Like, oh yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, no, Angle got the win. Uh, from a big angle slam to Cena. Um, so Cena can get pinned cleanly by Kurt Angle. So that's something we learned. Um, well, I was about to say, it's not like it hasn't happened before. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cena was just there for a cup of coffee in the big time. And, uh, well, I was about to say... It was weird, man. This, 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 It was kind of an example of why WWE is not set for its future. Yeah. Because a lot of their future stars, except Braun Strowman, were eliminated early. Shinsuke, Bobby Roode... Um, Joe and Balor yeah. were one of the first people were some of the first people eliminated. Then it was Cena. Um and so it left it being like Shane McMahon fighting for the you know, fi fighting valiantly for Team SmackDown. And it's like this guy is forty eight years old. Yeah. You know, and it's like uh, it, it just blows my mind that they kind of sit there and go, Why can't we build new stars? you know? I don't know. It's just like I don't understand, man. I don't. I, I don't get it. Just don't get it. Um, so uh, this match uh, really just kind of took a downfall at the finish. Um, it was weird because Triple H pedigreed Kurt Angle, yeah. let Shane pin Kurt Angle, and then he had to hit another pedigree on Shane, and then he got the victory. Well, yeah, because he wanted to do it himself, take out his brother-in-law. I, I guess. Yeah. Well, the thing was, it looked like Triple H was going to help Shane win just because he was helping him up. Yes. And then he pedigrees him. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. Because he's the game. Yeah. He needs. Well, 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 yeah, it was just it was just weird booking at the end. Um, but it looks like, and you're going to like this, McGuire, we're going to have Braun Strowman versus Triple H down the line. Oh, yeah. I loved it when Braun just grabbed Triple H by the throat, choked him in the corner. Oh, yeah. That's running power slam. Yeah. That got that definitely helped Braun in terms of the star power. But Comes other back, than that, running power slam. Other than that, it was like a lot of this match was just kind of like, huh? Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens came in to interfere, but then Shane was able to fight them off. With a steel chair. With don't, a steel chair. Don't forget, he didn't just fight them off. He had a weapon. So Okay, was, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving Shane the benefit of the doubt here. He had a weapon. He least. had a weapon, so it's okay. If it was Steph, she would have just, like, snapped her fingers and they would have fallen, like. <laughs> um, but uh, did no favors for Sammy and uh, Kevin. So they were just kind of there also for a cup of coffee in the big time. And uh, so, again, it was just kind of weird. Angle looked not so great. He was just kind of holding on to the ropes, weirdly. He already seemed out of breath. Well, he's getting older, but, yeah. like, he's he passed the physical recently, so that kind of scared me a little bit. But uh, especially if they're going to do, because it looks like they're going to do Triple H versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Which would hopefully, if they do that, Retirement for both, because Kurt will be up there, and tired of Triple H. Yes, I mean you never know, but I don't think that's gonna happen. No, Triple H is never gonna retire. No, uh, well, he'll be like seventy. It's like two thousand all over again. Oh. Kurt Angle and Triple H fighting each other. Yeah. With 17. Stephanie McMahon involved. Yep. Woo! Attitude era, man. Yeah, except without the blood. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it kind of took a little bit of a landslide at the end, um, but, but Braun I, got over. Yeah. But, so I did enjoy one thing was when um, 
uh, Finn Balor had Shinsuke up against the ropes and just two sweeted them in the head. That was a that was a nice little spot. Yeah, um, brought them back to the Japan days. But yeah. uh, other than that, uh, nothing really too special. The game conquers all once again. Yep. Seems like the same uh, storybook that we've been writing the past seventeen years. But uh, it's uh, it's the way she goes, I guess. And that made it so that Raw uh, won 4-3 yeah. in the Survivor Series. Which I had a feeling was going to happen because SmackDown won last year. Yeah, so it's tied at one right now for brand supremacy in terms of years. Yeah. Um, so with that, uh, so that's the Survivor Series. Uh, what were your thoughts on uh, Survivor Series as a whole? Three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. Yeah. There were some pros, but there were also some cons. Pro, the Shield match, the Brock match. That's that's pretty much it for you? Yeah. Uh, I love the Shield match. I thought the Usos match was better. Oh, the Usos match. I thought the Usos match was good. Um, I like that Strowman got over. I do like the Brock and AJ Styles yeah. match. Um, I thought the women's match was better than what it needed to be. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I thought it was a good show. Yeah, it was I a enjoyed good show. It. I enjoyed it. Not um, the best pay-per-view of yeah, the year, but it was a good show. Not not the best pay-per-view of the weekend, especially oh, with, with NXT TakeOver. Oh, my God, no. It was a great show, that War Games uh, show that NXT put on. Um, so check out War Games. Oh, um, especially yeah. Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black. Yeah. Great match. Fantastic match. Great old-school wrestling match combined with newer elements. Um, and Velveteen Dream uh, definitely looked like he took some hints from ravishing Rick Rude during the match, which is awesome. Um, and uh, just some great matches on that card, so also check that match, uh, check that show out yeah. in general, um, just to see the new war games as well. Um, and I'm called Baby! With that, we're going to end things here at Wrestling With Ideas first week back. Yeah, we're finally back. I'm ready. We are both ready to continue this show and bring you guys great things. Yeah, definitely. Coming up. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of things coming up. Uh, as you probably heard at the beginning of the show, we are working on getting Sawyer Fulton on yeah. the show. So keep on checking us out there. Um, that could be next week. That could be the week after. We don't know. But we but we know we're going to get an interview done. Yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. So we'll ask a ton of questions about that um, and a lot more. Uh, keep on tuning in to Wrestling With Ideas every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, check out wrestlingwithideas.podbean.com. That's where all the episodes are. This is episode 83. Wow. Think about that. We're, we're getting close to 100. We're getting close to 100. Keep on trucking, baby. We got to do something big for 100. We got to do, do something big for the 100th episode. I'm thinking live. Live show. Live show? I'm thinking live show. Live show would be great. With Collins and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Um, it'd be cool if we could get Misty back. Yes. we. We'll, we'll, I'll try and contact all the old hosts and uh, get them together. You know all what I mean? All in one studio. Exactly. Well, uh, well, I can't guarantee that, but I can yeah. get, definitely guarantee... I'll actually won't make any guarantees because yeah, once you say not going to make any guarantee, I think I can get Miski back on the show. I, I'm sure Miski will be willing to do something with us. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll do something there. Um, and of course, all the contributors of wrestling with ideas over the years. Yeah. Um, and uh, who knows, maybe I'll try and organize some big time interviews for the 100th episode. Yeah. You never know what will happen. Yeah. Uh, so until then guys uh, have a good one. You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app, or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to Wrestle With Ideas. 